Good afternoon, everybody, on this beautiful Saturday afternoon coming from Gainesville, Florida at 3.23 in the afternoon. Um, like I said, another beautiful day. Uh, the closest to winter it's felt so far. It's uh, December, and we're less than a week away from Christmas. It's in the 50s. And it's in the 50s. <laughs> yes, yeah, so not our usual winter feeling that we have, but uh, it's been enjoyable. Um, I'm here today at the one of the more favorite interview spots that I've had lately is the PNG or the public in general. And uh, today I'm here with a guy that I'd say I've closely known to 20 years, maybe 18, close, maybe 15 to 20 in that range. Well, it's definitely kind of like when we first I was talking met to someone other, last night. I've been off tour for 12 years, so. so. And I first met you. It's at least 15. Yeah. It's at least. Okay. And so, yeah, so at least 15 years. I met him on tour. Uh, He was uh, roadieing for this other band. I was roadieing for this other band. And and that's pretty much when our past first met. Uh, When I first met him, he was... to me, I've always, he's probably going to laugh at the way that I, to me, he's always seemed to be very uh, a watcher, a thinker, someone who kind of watches from the outside and kind of sees how things are going and kind of goes with life that way, to me, you know what I mean? Like, never really, uh, not super outgoing, you kind of have to get to know you before you open up a little bit, you know what I mean? You're kind of one of those people, that's, which, oh, that's... Is that close? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, super friendly when you get to know you, and and, uh, and like I have over the years, I definitely, uh, I would have to say I'd call you one of my brothers. Um, you're you're one of the funnier people that I've, I've known in Gainesville over the years, for sure. You have a good wit to you. Okay. I enjoy it. Uh, you've introduced me to some good comic books over the years. Oh, wow. you know, when we had, okay. you know, like The Walking Dead, I appreciated when you got me those for that one time for the Christmas present. That was, I've enjoyed those. Did I give you that? Yeah, you gave me those. Yeah. You gave me 100 okay. Bullets as well, which, oh, wow. one, which I know they're making a movie, huh. I think, out of that one. But uh, wow. actually, the gentleman I'm talking to today, and I'm going to let him introduce himself, he is... Jason Rockhill. That's right. Jason Rockhill. Um, Jason Rockhill is uh, someone who, like I said, I've known for about 15 years. Uh, met him on tour. He was touring with Discount. Uh, I was touring with Hot Water Music. Um, that was a pretty. You probably, I'm sure you might remember a lot more than I do from that 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 tour, um, or maybe better snapshots of it. Mine are pretty foggy. Um, I know we played a lot of weird spots. Is that the one that's did it start in like in California? Like we jumped together in California yeah, and then did like the the back loop back home from yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like one of the shows was in like somebody's apartment that was like this condo, like a two-story apartment. And we were in the downstairs apartment. That yeah. was like one of the. Was Amberette on that too? I think so. Yes, that's right. Was that the one where they did they did one song? They like use this set them the same backline. Yeah. And everyone did one song and, and tagged out. Yeah, the tag and, team show. And, <laughs> Everyone would play one song, and there's like right. five people there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's um, that's one of those shows that you wish you would have had a camera for. Yeah, just that to was show in. That it actually is happened. that in Goleta? That sounds about right. That's a good memory. Wow. See, that's that was ho- sort of like a s- semi. I don't know if notorious is the right word. Like house show spot, and I think that guy who's now like a crazy DJ. Oh, really? Steve Aoki. Yeah, yeah. He was involved with that thing. Oh, wow. It might not have been. Goleta. I don't know. 
It's it's it was said something Cause we, like cause that. Because we were talking familiar. about you know the the banda man that's Mark Rodriguez and um, he was in Palatka and True North yeah, yeah. and that stuff and they played there once too and they were telling stories about Men's Recovery Project playing there and yeah. wacky shit they did yeah. and like so yeah it was just one of those things at the time like one of those spots everyone played like I don't know if it was a book your own life kind I of think, thing I think it or, was along that lines for sure because I feel like at that time already I don't think Hot Water's booking themselves anymore I think they had someone doing that yeah yeah so yeah but that, yeah. I think that was 98 but I think it's one of those places where everybody in that circle yeah that circuit played yeah yeah everyone knew like oh yeah and I, I you know at this point I've completely forgotten what the house is called yeah yeah and really what town it was in but it was like yeah I remember hanging out in the parking lot and then the uh, the dirt lot outside the this in this like rundown apartment complex that yeah it was like a townhouse apartment thing <laughs> it, that, yeah. it was very like yeah. uh, like stucco very very beachy stucco yeah and I think later on that tour played a show in Jimmy World's like warehouse practice space that's dude that's and uh tell me that show was not i to me that was probably one of my favorite tour shows that i'd ever seen because i was a huge fan of jimmy world prior to seeing that and meeting them like that was one of the first times i actually like met them and hung out with them and that to me was like they were kind of like exactly how i thought they would be like they were like the one like they were super cool to me they were always like super nice they were always super chill and I just those first few albums are like like Clarity is like one of my top favorite yeah. albums. Was so it like, Static Prevails? Is the is the mm-hmm. first one? Yes, yeah, I think there's one before that yeah, actually. There was, a, the there was like a EP, then they did Static Prevails, and then Clarity. Clarity, okay. And then and this was like after Static Prevails. Yeah, it was right before because they released Clarity in '99, so okay. it was like right at that cusp when they were going to blow up pretty yeah. much the way that they did but th- that show was and that actually just it's funny that's the that's the one show that i got fired on from jason black because i put the merch away early <laughs> there wasn't anyone with that thing either no one there no one's gonna buy any hot water music he, he, merch. T- <laughs> he, he pretty much told yeah. me i was fired but like the, there that, wasn't that was anyone there to see jimmy world either i know like that it was, was just like one of those things that like <laughs> We're just driving around in circles, like yeah, doing the th- doing, doing the circuit, thing. right? So, how did you? Um, I was going to ask you, how did you get involved with Discount, and like, how did that all come about? It's just you know, from where friends, you're, pretty like, much where you're all, from. We all grew, you grew up, in, up. We all grew up in Vero Beach. Okay. Um, I moved up here in '94 to go to school, and I'd previously done two years at junior college back home, so. I was, I was here for two years to go to school, and then I moved back home for a couple years, and then I moved back. And during those two years after I graduated, you know, Discount wasn't yet, like, on tour all the time kind of stuff, but we would do, like, a month here and there. Yeah, yeah. And I would go with them. And it was just, you know, kind of sprang out of being, like, of being a friend who's somewhat responsible, right. I guess. Okay. so. Or that, you know, I could drive for long periods of time or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever it was that, you know, and it was way before we even 
knew what the term tour manager or road manager or any of those things were. I was just an extra guy on tour. Yeah, you were like and there I, to help. And I, and I sold merch and I carried gear and I drove when I had to. And, you know, I, I wasn't like... I think those early years... Like I you, wasn't like... Yeah. I wasn't an employee. Yeah. You know, and I wasn't treated like an employee. Right, right. Um, <laughs> but, like, I definitely... I feel like I've always kind of had the sense of I'm not in the band. Yeah. So. Gotcha. About certain things you shut the fuck up about. Totally. You know, that where like you have 100%. to kind of understand that like it doesn't matter what I think about almost anything. Yeah. If I'm asked, you know, yeah, I'll say something, but I don't get a vote. Not, yeah, right. I'm not. Um, and I think that, you know. That idea is part of the reason why, however many years later it was, when I finally quit going on tour without one music, yeah. is that I had done that circuit pretty extensively. Yeah. And I'm. It's time for me to do my own thing now. Yeah. Like you know, I've done this. It's did you time like? To move on. Did you like the years on the road? I mean, I, I do. I did. And there's sometimes like last night I worked at Higher and Fire show at at. Um, the Wooly. How was that show? Last it was time? awesome. Um, yeah, um, High and Fire and Crowbar were both Just really it. good. Awesome. Um, and you know, sometimes you, you know, and it happened at Common Ground sometimes too, where you'd, you know, you'd there'd be a crew that would roll through. That either you knew some people or like you that you worked with them before and like you just had this like instant kind of like rapport with, mm-hmm. and everything went really well and they knew that everyone was looking out for each other, and it like felt like you're all on the same team kind of thing that I miss that a lot I'm you know I don't miss like you know waiting in line to use the shower you know <laughs> yeah. or like you know or sleeping find, in a really cold cold place finding the least <laughs> the, the spot of floor with the least cat hair you know like that kind of stuff that Please. you know you know <laughs> no no yeah but, yeah um, no the I don't miss that stuff but like yeah. that like you know, and it's like it's awesome when it goes really well. Like last night went super well. It was a good crowd. Like you know, everyone played well. But like, there's almost this like, you almost need those times where things are fucking terrible. Yeah, it's like a team team building exercise where like you know, you're we went, we survived that guys. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's no one went to jail. Everyone yeah. has all their parts. Is that still. Is, isn't that I think one of the things that I think I started remembering after go, like thinking back about the tours is like it's exactly what you're talking about it's those times where you like you're like holy shit we've got 1500 miles to drive we have no show what are we gonna do (laughs) you know like can we call is there someone to call I mean and then luckily sometimes it would work out that there would happen to be something that would come up and this is all pre-internet yeah Exactly. That's you know, what I was talking about. Book your own life all kind of stuff. Pre, I mean, there was the internet was there, but it wasn't. But it, there wasn't like Facebook like. or any of that stuff, where like you could you could easily search everything that was happening on the whole United instantly. States instantly, yeah. and on a computer that is better <laughs> than your your desktop computer was exactly. at the time. Yep. You know, like it's <laughs> it's just it was a different world, and I think that. I'm, and I'm not going to be, you know, I think old guy, like, talking about the glory days is really fucking boring. No, totally. Um, but, I mean, I think it, you know, like, 
It's an experience. It's you an experience change. that wouldn't change, and like, you know, there's people who are my friends all over the world that yeah. you know I only get to see rarely, r- randomly, <laughs> yeah. and like, what are you doing? Yeah. When did you get? <laughs> yeah. No, totally. What? You know, that's. I don't know that we were. I, think I don't know we, we were bonded in, in a time before it was all handed to us. I don't, I don't not handed to us, but like yeah, yeah, you know, there's, you there was no we we the people we knew were because we went out into the and world and met them. Well, that well, see, that was the thing. Like you wrote, you I mean, when you when you were working with hot water, I mean, you guys were working a lot of a lot of days. Oh, yeah. That you know, like was 250 shows a year sometimes. Oh, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it got that big, but it was like. We were gone way more than we were home. Yeah, you know, and, uh, and and I, you know, and this is what I was I was saying to somebody else, and you know, I gotta say to you and all the other people. I mean, it's like it's amazing that you, you guys. I mean, especially at that time. I mean, you guys were doing a lot of work and getting a lot of stuff done, and like you said, there was no internet, and you yeah. guys were just hustling and bustling. And the stories that I've heard from like the tours that you were on with them. A plethora of funny ones. Yeah. I mean, I've heard a ton of funny ones. I was just curious, out of out of the out of the bands that you've worked with, what's probably one of your funnier stories that you like? You know, like was like th- this was a something that stuck out to you, like on, on tour, something that you, maybe that was like, all right, this 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 totally makes the tour worth it. This was like this was like a total redeeming quality. Something might it might not have been looking so good, and then something kind of popped up, and you're like. This is why I do it. You know, this is what kind of makes me want to keep doing it. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, it's, you know, I spent parts of, like, seven or eight years on tour a lot. Yeah. Um, and then I quit going on tour and doing a, did a live music venue for seven or eight years. And yeah. there's part of it that, it's a shame to say, it, it a lot of it just, like, completely... Yeah, is blurred together. I could imagine. You know, no, no, for sure, for sure. Um, and I'm not like, I'm not complaining about it. Just the way it is, I'm busy. You know. Yeah. Um. And I, you know, sometimes looking back and trying to catalog things or listening to bands, like, you know, like I, I go through phases about what I listen to, and I, I went through a an unwound phase a little while ago, and I was like trying to think, did I ever, did I ever see unwound? Because I feel like I did, but I don't remember Never when and where I saw it, them right. and who else okay. played. And then I, so you kind of just like have what this familiarity did I, did to I, it. But... Did I see that band? <laughs> right. Because I love that band, and I would have driven four hours either way. Yeah, yeah. To see them, but I don't know if I ever. Right, right. I feel like I would have, but. Yeah. Um, That's funny. <laughs> no, I get that I sometimes. Like I'm not something. answering your question at all, but I, I, yeah. I think the. Yeah, I don't know, and and I'm, I've always been someone who stays busy. Yeah. And like whether it's like I'm almost like spinning my wheels sometimes in busyness. Yeah, yeah. Um, that it's always got to be. This is what's going on now. It's all like you know, like it's all that I'm not. Yeah, I, on to I, the next. I. Uh, it's usually been like times when I've been hanging out with Chris or George, and someone will talk about it, and I'll and I'll it'll take someone like. Starting the wheels turning already, and be like, "Oh yeah," and then yeah, 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 totally, totally, totally. The, you know, like there's 
I mean, a lot of things I think about when I talk about, like, you know, the time I spent on tour, like when I'm, you know, my my girlfriend has lots of friends who are more like like normies. Yeah. Like that, the act of like getting in a van with a bunch of smelly dudes and driving around the country in circles for years. Yeah. It's just, just like, did Why that? Would you that, do that? That seems cool, but yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> right, right. You know, talking about like, yeah, I've, you know, lied to customs officials at border crossings and like assumably you, you know assumably yeah, assumably, know. there's assumably. there's a there's got to be some sort of statute yeah, yeah, of limitations like, on that uh, yeah. i mean it lied about like you know there was a time where you couldn't go into canada without like work papers and work papers were a pain in the ass to get for yeah. a certain kind of band and so you weren't allowed to do a show oh, and no so shit. you'd go in you'd go in under these pretenses that you know, and Hotwater did it a couple times too. We're like, yeah, we're we're just going over. We're just played in Seattle. We're going over to, to Vancouver because we're having a meeting with management. And you have some like fake letter in Stating, someone's letterhead yeah. that like <laughs> some invented like management company's letterhead that yeah, I'm so meeting yeah, yeah. like please you know. Um, so we like be, yeah, we're going over to talk to and yeah. totally play a show and drive right back the next night and it's fine. Or you do that thing where you go at cross at Niagara Falls and and. Mm. And say you're driving across to Detroit because it is shorter than going around the lakes and going through Canada. Right. Um, and then you like do a loop and come back through. And you know now, like back to everyone's got internet on their phones, and apparently the the, uh, the border guys are just they look you up on, oh, wow. on like and see your tour dates. No, actually, I see that you're playing these so they four know places. Everything like, that everybody's yeah, doing yeah, now, so. they do because the information's available. So that like definitely at that time there was definitely a little bit there was a little bit more of an ease to it then too. Well, I mean, you're still in trouble if you got caught. caught. There was right. one, you know, like, customs seized money from hot water one time because they counted the, you're not allowed to cross borders with a certain amount of money. Right, And, right. you know, it, and this is before <laughs> I was actually handling the money. It was when someone else was, I was just selling merch yeah. at that point. It was Warp Tour. And we crossed the border with too much money if you counted Canadian dollars. right straight up whereas like at that point especially I don't even know what the because I don't I'm not crossing that border anymore in my life right, right now yeah. I don't know what the exchange rate is anymore but like at the time it was like you know 75% worth so like yeah. we were under the dollar amount oh wow like you know yeah but like they had to take it into office and count it oh wow count it that's all. crazy okay see that's that's a that's an yeah. interesting story Those are, um, that's, that's a story I mean like people don't realize like what what it took for people prior to pre-internet and having been, excuse me, being able to get a hold of people. Well, you know, and like you know, it's trying to get this stuff done. It was, it was a lot easier for us than it was for like fucking Black Flag. <laughs> you know, like yeah, we weren't like no, yeah. we weren't blazing trails. No, it was no, just like not. we were. We were definitely driving around <laughs> in these ruts that had been previously dug for us by other people. Yeah, that but, kind of opened um, it up. Opened it up sure. But it, like it's. You know, it definitely is a, you know, thinking about. Did you like touring more? Did you ever tour in the bus, like in a big we did, bus? We did a couple bus tours. What, in comparison, like, since I've never I, been on a bus, like, what would you, I more like, van or more I bus? like the van stuff more because, especially not as the guy in the band. Yeah. Part of the attraction of tour was seeing the country. So, I'm... You know, when I you do, when you. you do the bus part of it, it's basically like you're in a submarine, and like at the end of the night, 
like you go underwater and you pop up in the next place. in the next town yeah, yeah. usually in the middle of the night parked in front of the venue which are never in good neighborhoods which you're like okay now we have this like vehicle that's 40 <laughs> feet long that we couldn't park anywhere if we drove it and we're not we don't have the keys anyway so we can't yeah. go anywhere um i miss that mobility of you know like you know, the show got over early. We can drive a couple hours tonight and make tomorrow not as bad yeah. and still get sleep. That on the fly we can make those decisions, but when you're on a bus, you have to put yeah. your driver up for the night, the night. Yep. Um, or the day, actually, so oh, that wow. he sleeps during the day and he's driving at night, usually. Okay. Um, but I much preferred, you know, the van. the van. And the way we did it toward, like, when hot water was doing pretty well is we didn't do van trailer we did van and box truck okay so it was usually me and the band and truck with you know sound guy merch guy yeah merch girl whatever it was they would go ahead check in start loading in getting stuff ready to go and we would show up shortly afterwards Uh, um okay so it could I mean things could be working when, if we're not there right because we had more like you know more people had to use the bathroom in our van more, you know like yeah, there's yeah. more like I want to eat now we just stopped and ate an hour ago why didn't you eat anything? I didn't want to eat anything. <laughs> I didn't want to eat yeah. You know, yeah I gotta pee again we just stopped <laughs> you know so you know it's just that Chris, like classic Chris like, made me hold the bathroom for, I remember when we were driving out to California yeah. on that tour We I forget where we were but he would we were we going to Reno or something like that and like he would not stop until he got to Reno so like oh. everyone in the van totally had, had to go to the bathroom so bad and it's like I was like I can't stop because he had been driving all yeah. night long he's like I gotta he's like if I stop it just I gotta I gotta get there yeah. I gotta get there so those are not uh, thinking that there's like four <laughs> other dudes in the car who could very easily drive and just go to sleep dummy yeah it's a you, you know, can, we can relax. You, yeah, you, you get. <laughs> sometimes people just get wild airs up their ass and like, this is what I'm doing. I'm driving like, two thousand miles. It's in not one worth. Day. It's not worth right now for us to have a big fight about this and like, and then have to be talking about it four days later and yeah. then have to apologize. Like, just yeah. do what you're gonna do and we'll just yeah, don't kill us. Right, for sure. That's funny. When uh when you when you decided to get off the road and uh, stop doing the touring and then I guess. How long before you decided to get into the venue thing with with Common Ground? It like was how, what, how long? It was, was kind that? of that like when I because you stopped when I quit. Wood. I mean, it was probably two thousand three. It's two thousand three because we opened Common Grounds in two thousand four. Yeah. Um, or we moved Common Grounds in two thousand four. You had worked at Common. Grounds I had worked at the I had worked at the old location off and on between tours some at yeah. the end and then once I quit on tour I kind of worked there a lot how'd you like the smaller venue I mean I, I think that everything there's a place for all sizes mm-hmm. you know certain band like I didn't like it at the small common grounds when certain bands would walk in there and be like what you right. know like why did they book us here yeah yeah and yeah. it happened every now and then at, when we moved to a larger place like bands are too big for their britches or whatever like what what why why the dressing room is not directly next to the stage I don't understand why we're playing here you know there's just everyone has different expectations and all that stuff so um I mean I 
you know, there are lots of problems with the first Common Grounds. There are lots of problems with the second Common Grounds. Right. It just depended on, you know, we tried to make do with the best right. we had with what we yeah. had. Um, but, like, going, getting off tour, I knew I wanted to do something else. And, like, there was a point where, where Pat Hughes and I were talking about a record store. Hmm. Um, and... As we were talking about the record store, this idea of, and I was still, I was working at Common Grounds already, Common Grounds moving into a bigger space that had space for the record store as well. Okay. Started popping up where we would cohabitate some space. And then one of the spaces that we, we were like, had like mapped out floor space on and all that stuff. And like, it just wasn't going to work out yeah. money wise. Um, and zoning and all that stuff because liquor licenses have to go in certain kind of spots and stuff like that. Like they have to be like so far away from. Yeah, there's thing. just right. yeah, and there the city is sometimes hesitant to allow you to put a liquor license in a place that's never had a liquor license before. Okay. I don't know so much if it's like that anymore, but at the time, um, it was a lengthy and usually unsuccessful process to be like, okay, we want to put a bar in this area where there's never been a bar so can we we let's do that and they're usually like no yeah um so we were going to do that for a while and we looked at spaces and we were you know you know me and pat were you know pretty close to we hadn't found a space but we were like in the process of doing it and getting like ramping up to be able to do that um and then the idea of Common Grounds getting the old covered dish space popped up. And they kind of asked me to come aboard to do that yeah. at Common Grounds. And we got really close to getting it then. But there was some like shady dealings with previous owners. So we didn't right. get it right away. And some other place moved in there. And so we waited like a little under a year for it to open up again, and then we did it again. And in, in that time, like the record store idea kind of fizzled. And like, for me, I had kind of like you know, I'm sure Pat may hold it against me a little bit for, for kind of bailing on right. that idea, but um, I don't think it worked. It, you know, every, everyone worked Wouldn't out fine. Worked, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've always felt like you know, Arizona's cool, and I'm glad it's here. But I wish it would have been. I really missed the part of Gainesville where, like, a, there was school kids and hide and zeeks and Bobaloos and all that stuff all nearby, and you could like bounce around in this one yeah. little block and see stuff. And the shaft was down the street a little more. Yep. That having choice and you could you could get anything anywhere. You know, yeah, that's a good point. Um, that I've been trying I, to buy records. Yeah, a lot and like, whereas like, <laughs> and I, I I'm like. My record player stopped working years and years ago. Yeah. I kind of sold all my my albums. Um, but I... Uh, CDs are still really convenient for me. So I would I would still really buy a lot of stuff on CD if I could walk into a place and buy it. I'm right. not so good at mail order because I'm, I'm kind of impulsive. I'm like, yeah. Right. I just read a review of this. I want it right now. Yeah, I want to yeah. hear it today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can hear it on like using Spotify and stuff like that. But I like... You know, I think... CDs sound better than streaming. I like liner notes. I yeah, like yeah. reading where they recorded. I like you, you know, like all the info. All the the info. I like lyrics. I like pictures. I don't necessarily care about band 
pictures of the band themselves, but I just like that whole like the artifact part of yeah. you know like liking a band and even and the artistry that but like you said if without the band photos like even if someone like yeah. did a good piece of art for yeah, the, I like, you like know, the like cover think, as well you know, like it's you know. you know and I feel like a lot of the you know my you know the, the little graphic design stuff I do is really influenced by you know Blue Note Records covers yeah. and and you know like the 4AD record stuff that came out and you know like the Art Chantry stuff that he did for Sub Pop and then a lot of other like garage yeah, yeah. labels like that art, like hold, holding the art in whatever size it came, even cassettes we folded out. And yeah. Like I liked that packaging stuff that you don't you don't get so much when you see like a little square of the, the <laughs> album art on your phone. I know that, that is the you know, no, that is the most annoying part for um, sure. I, you know, I feel like Spotify is a great thing. Yeah. To sample. You know, like where you're like you know you're testing if you like something and then I you can go. I would go out. Yeah. I mean, I would still buy a ton of stuff if I could go pick it up on CD that easily locally yeah. and like you know every time I go anywhere near Orlando I dry, go to Park Avenue CDs because that's that store that I want it's like okay. it, it's there why can't we have it here right, um, right, right. and that's kind of what we wanted to do on a small scale and hopefully grow to it but um, I mean I, I think that my interests and skill set and stuff like that work was better served doing the live music venue thing yeah, yeah. definitely and, and like doing that live venue like that I mean again I, he, Jason let me work there for the whole time he asked me prior to them moving spaces at the old Common Grounds one night to um, if I would want to come on with them at the new Common Grounds and uh, I gotta say thank you to Jason Rocco because actually over the years he has probably without him really uh, he probably knows but I mean he helped me a lot over the years when I was in some in, in dire financial situations and let me really work for him and, and do a lot. And he was kind of always open to let me work for him. So that's one thing I want to say. I appreciate you very much for all that. You, you did help out a lot. Well, you were the kind of person I wanted. I wanted yeah. those guys that, you know, like from the experience of being on tour all the time, you know, you, you hit all these clubs that have various like kind of like I don't say manifestos but they have vibes and like yeah. kind of like points of interest or whatever they like and, then, and like you you like these like kind of like over time these like crushing like encounters with security yeah that's just like I got my ass kicked by security well, but before. being like even, not even <laughs> just getting your ass kicked just like yeah it doesn't doesn't have to be like this man yeah like, yeah totally I'm just I'm the guy that I work for the band yep this is what we want to happen don't fucking throw this kid out. You know, yeah. like whatever, you know, like yeah, yeah. whatever it is or just like this, no, you can't do this. You have to leave right now. We're dead, you know. Yeah, yeah. And just like this, all of that like shithead security like attitude bullshit yeah. that I didn't want to have anything to do with. Yeah. That I wanted those guys that had been on tour a bunch knew like, I don't ever want to treat anyone like that guy treated me. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I mean, sometimes there's a time you got to pick up a guy and throw him out. Yeah, that, yeah. That just for happens. Sure. I mean, but um, that's another thing I got to say. That was one thing I respected about working there, too, is that, I mean, you were uh, always always easily able to come up with a good, easy way to just be like, listen, let's just get them out. You know, you're always very smooth about it. You, you, well, you know, I would always... You, would, like, thought, I, you, you were very thoughtful about it. I would say gener always. generally, I 
try to do it the easy way. Yeah, always. I mean, like, there's just times where, like, the you get worn down by fucking idiots and, like, yeah. you drag a kid out by his neck. You know? I mean, and, but that, and that's, it's, that's, it sucks to, like... Yeah. Well, see, and, that's the funny thing that I... Somebody asked me, they're like, you've worked at Comic Grounds for eight years? I'm like, yeah, like, did you ever get in a fight? And I was like, you know, actually, I don't think anyone... I don't think fights happen too much. I was like, but the dumbest thing, what I always found so funny is that the, when the shit happened, it was always like some idiot would mess with you. Well, usually it was you were like, someone would mess with someone that I worked for. Yeah. And then I would step in and be like, no, that's not happening. And, but then the and person, then, like, then it, it would just, always be like some idiot that'd be like, yeah. you're the guy I'm going to attack tonight. Yeah. I, I mean, there's certain mm-hmm. situations where you had to but sit is, there and be like, know, come on, dude, really? So those were the ones I'm just like, those people are just like, <laughs> you can't. You can't do that. I, I want to believe that everyone that I, like, took it to yeah. deserved it. Yeah. And no, they were I, asking for well, it. Yeah. I want to believe that. I'm, there's some probably some people that I, you know. Maybe accidentally got Accidentally got yeah. it, got got the shit that the last five dudes deserved. <laughs> Should have gotten. Um, <laughs> but there would be all these people who'd be like, man, you were a dick to me when you kicked me out that one time. It's like, I don't. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Like, I just, it had something you had to, like, do and get on with your That's life. That's the funny thing, too. People say that stuff to me sometimes about that, and I'm like, man, I really don't man, remember like, doing like, that. You know, because you know, I was working four or five nights a week for years, and I, I can't hold on to every, every like, interaction that, you, yeah. that, we, that I had that was bad. I had yeah. to, you know, try to go back to putting on my happy face afterwards I mean I remember I mean because there I mean there was a time like what was it 2008 around that time 2009 I was working pretty much at, there seven days a week yeah and, I mean I could remember like there would be times like four or five people a day you'd be kicking out so, and sometimes that's, the same that's people that's not bad though yeah like, no, you, which you, is have, good. you have 200 people at a show and you kick out four of them yeah that means everyone pretty much behaved pretty much behaved themselves. themselves but we'd always get the really yeah. I mean, but we get the that's four the, weirdos that's the way every every group of people you can't yeah. get like you know any large group of people together and, and there not be have. a couple guys who just like can't handle it yep that's very you true um, um, Bonnie yeah. um, my brother's wife yeah tells a story that like the first time she ever was told who I was or met me yeah. I was in the process of throwing someone over the fence huh? at Common Grounds and I don't ever I don't ever remember throwing anyone <laughs> over the fence over the it's like <laughs> what oh I can throw anyone over the fence I may have like push push maybe, someone back off the off fence who's trying to climb <laughs> over the fence but, but I, like, I don't remember like toss toss someone over the fence it's like that's you know, and like, there's been people I've grabbed, pulled out by their neck, and yeah. like, it's, you know that. Jason, that just I, happens. It, you know what? It's funny because, or you know, like, over the years, people, <laughs> you people will think of something like that of you. But you know, I have the same issue sometimes with that whole old pops thing. And like, yeah. used to be a you yeah. know, people would come up to me and be like, "Dude, I was so afraid of you." For like the longest time, I never wanted to come up and talk to you. I was like, dude, I'm like the nicest <laughs> freaking. I mean, it's ninety percent of the time. If you saw me, I was yeah. like smiling. I'm like, hey, what's up, dude? You know, like people have these. It's like over time, they pe- yeah. like people have these weird ideas about you. Yeah. You know, I mean, it is one of the things too, where like you, you're, and there's lots of people that had worked for me that struggled with this, kind of figuring out like, okay, you're working floor security yeah we're mostly just hanging out and making sure things cool yeah 
you can kind of have a drink or two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to know. Right. I don't want it to be very obvious to me that you've had too many. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that's a little bit of an insurance liability at this point, but, you know, we didn't we yeah. weren't, didn't always do the most the smartest thing. But, you know, you got to figure out how to be there and hang out in kind of a social atmosphere, but still be on work, but uh, kind of be point. social, but then be at work. And a lot of times I was just in, I was work mode. Yeah. Like, you know, and like, I, you know, I'm sure that there are people think I'm just like a gigantic humorless asshole because <laughs> right. I was at fucking work yeah you were doing and the it job. mattered to me that people were safe yeah and that you know we weren't getting busted for underage drinking and There's that a lot of liabilities and that the um the door money was right and that yeah. the band was happy and all this stuff and like you can't like I don't know it's just one of the things it's, it's I mean I gotta say it seems I, to I me- feel like I, going back I wish I'd have had a little more of a customer service attitude about some of my crowd dealings right but you know whatever yeah I mean no regrets man I mean it was, I mean, you, it was a you, good time if you uh, I mean I also think that if you if you did something and you can't look back at it and think <laughs> man there's a bunch of shit, shit. I could, yeah, you could have yeah. done better then you don't you weren't really you, know, you're you really just, weren't meant you weren't to really do pay, yeah. or you weren't really paying attention or you're like you're yeah just, looking at everything you did through this like rose colored like it was so awesome back yeah. then no, when the air conditioner didn't work and the oh you know. the air conditioner days yeah those were nice those were nice and warm oh, yeah. warm so and comfortable cool. I mean all those all those shows I mean I mean besides doing that touring Rodian you also I know you've been in a few bands what are the you've what two or three bands in Gainesville? Two, three, I've, four. I mean, I'm basically in my third Gainesville. You're in your band, third right? Gainesville band, band now. First one was Unitas, Unitas, and that was you, Jason Black, okay, Bill Nesper, okay, from uh, Discount, mm-hmm. and my brother Todd. Okay. And you guys were together. That band was together for not not very long. We did a record that's on No Idea. We did one tour. We played a few shows in town, but because it kind of always had to operate. Unavailability. Unavailability with hot water, and hot water was like complete road dogs at those times. Yeah, I just yeah. never got a, got a chance to do anything. And then the second band was Cutman. Okay, and that was which is um, is basically um, there was another local band called Escape Grace mm-hmm. that um, their singer moved away, and that I basically joined that band, and we you know changed names and went forward that way. Yeah. Um, and we did a couple of seven inches in a in a full length, and never really toured because everyone was starting to get older and responsibilities <laughs> and businesses and stuff yeah. like that. So, and then now I'm in a band called Gels, where everyone else but me in the band has kids wow. who are very young, so we're never going to do anything either. But it's fun. Like I, it's it's uh, I really like it. It's 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 less. You know, the Unitas thing was very kind of like cocky Southern rock stuff. Yeah. So I felt like I had to like play up to that. Yeah, 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 totally. And then Cutman was very like kind of, you know, helmety quicksand like mm-hmm. post hardcore stuff that kind of had a dark kind of edge to it. So I felt like I had to play to that. And whereas like this gel stuff is more just like kind of. kind of discordy Chicago mm-hmm. San Diego style like noisy yeah, like, yeah. rock stuff that doesn't have any kind of it doesn't really feel like 
macho or, yeah, yeah. or there's no like posturing involved it gotcha. just can kind of you know because uh, that's what kind I wanted, of be about one of the anything. things I wanted to ask you because it I mean you definitely I I know you're a large fan of music and uh, growing up as a kid I mean before even coming to Gainesville I mean w- was music like a thing for you like yeah was it I mean always... it, it was um I mean, definitely. I, I, I always, like, you know, was buying everything and wanted to hear everything. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, R.E.M.'s probably my favorite band okay. through the course of my, you know, like, listening to music yeah, life. Yeah. Um, I think I got turned on to them in seventh grade and went through a long, like, U2 and Midnight Oil yeah, yeah. R.E.M. kind of phase. And I know it was a good fucking band. Yeah. Um, All three of them were. And, uh... And this is when U2 was a good, like, post-punk band. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I, I mean, I was always into sports, and I played basketball, like, through junior high and high school. So I was always hanging out with black kids. So, and then in junior high, one of the kids that was on the team, like, introduced me to Public Enemy and all that stuff. So, okay, good. And then also, like, I was into a lot of, like, I mean, looking back on that, it was really bad, but, like, you know, kind of that '90s fake R&B pop stuff, like "Color Me Bad," "Color Me Bad," and so yeah, yeah, just—I yeah. mean, not so much. The black kids weren't listening to that so much, but that um, was like the, you know the that R&B of the yeah time, that kind sure. of stuff was everywhere. New Jack and then Swing. also like you know all of all of those kids had like a cousin or something from South Florida, so you'd get all of that like the booty like South Miami like based like. Stuff. Um, Gucci Crew yep. and all that, yep, yep. all that stuff so, was like. So you you had a good. So it was like a, a weird, good. like you know, um, kind of mesh of stuff. And then you know, I grew up in Vero Beach, which is definitely a retirement community. Um, there were, you know, looking back, there were kids that I can remember had like things like Misfits shirts on and stuff like that. But they were like, you know, the way I was raised, they were delinquents. Yeah, gotcha. that, like I, right. I totally. would it would. That's exactly like, what my parents called. Would not yeah, would be, that, you know, always. and I grew up like Southern Baptist upbringing. Yep, like it's, yep. you know, it just wasn't, I didn't skate. I played sports. I, I was not like a. You were uh, in counterculture. You yeah, were just yeah. kind of on well, that Well, there main... wasn't really at that, I mean, it didn't yeah. feel like in that town. Yeah. There was, that you know, ability. there was some like, like I said, some delinquents who, you know, yeah. wore shirts with skulls on them. And then I was just doing my thing going to church and playing basketball and liking whatever I could come into and then you know and then I think my senior year is when you know like Nirvana happened and like there was this explosion of availability to me of information about bands other than Poison right you know that you know, you could look in the back of Spin Magazine and there'd be mm-hmm. all kinds of ads for things that you'd go out and look for. And, like, a couple town, Like, you know, both north and south of us, there were towns that the malls had decent CD shops that you could go in and find. Oh, okay. PJ Harvey Records and... Everything. And then, stuff like yeah. that. That um, I was probably more of an alternative record, like, like kid. Um, and, like, I was aware of, you know, like, punk rock in, like you know the scene the scenes in chips or whatever where like they <laughs> yes. like run into punk rock kids yeah, yeah. and like whatever that was and 
I thought that that meant like the Sex Pistols or something, and those bands didn't exist anymore. It didn't occur to me that there were that Black Flag was driving around in circles around the country. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, um, and I didn't have that like. You know, I feel like everyone has that either older cousin who get like, hey, listen to this. Someone introduced yeah, you. And you yeah, and I didn't have that. I was always the most inquisitive okay. person of my friends. That They were like, you know, they thought I had this like weird change when alternative music happened or whatever. Right. That like, because yeah. I found all this stuff, like having already had this, like I loved R.E.M., I kind of wanted this like... It was a gateway. It was yeah, kind of yeah. opening you up to that, something um, different that, that, that wasn't like what everyone else was listening to, I guess, would be the... Yeah, and and it wasn't so much what... I still don't care what anyone else is listening to. Right, no, to. totally, totally. It's more just like, wow, what's that? Yeah. And, I'm, you know, like I want that all the time. I'm yeah. like, what's that? See, I appreciate you, know, when, you saying... Even when it's stuff like, you know, my girlfriend likes a lot of like kind of like mild indie rock stuff or, you know, like... And I always want to know what it is. Sometimes it's just to steer my steer clear of it. But, you know, like, it's like, what's that? Yeah. Because I like, you know, I like, you know, kind of clever wordplay. Like, Definitely. Um, you know, and there's a lot of, like, really folky stuff I, I like. There's a lot of, like, really heavy shit I like. I, yeah. You know, I'm um, kind of become more of a jazz fan as I'm getting older. Oh, like, well, it's... Okay. it's uh, um, I just want like more stuff that I haven't heard yet like yeah. I, I want to you know like I, I'd love to find a band that has seven records out that I've never heard before that are all awesome yeah yeah you know no and I got you I got you, you know, for like, sure whereas like that's where I was at that point in my life where it's like yeah you know how many fucking records does Sonic Youth have <laughs> you know right, right um, definitely that it's uh and I, like I'm envious of you know having all of that access on my phone now, whereas like I had to scour the earth, the earth for, for the yeah. CD copy of it. You know, <laughs> I, which, but I think part of that search was like the that is part the, of it. Part think, of it where right? that search for something you find all of these other things in your scouring the earth that are interesting to you. That you know I, I yeah. think that being curious and looking for something you don't always find what you're looking for but there's all these other things that like you stumble upon that you know, if it's all just you. if it's all just handed to you yeah. like, here do a search for anything you want, you want. and it's yeah. right there I don't know like I, I like having that like having to dig yeah and then digging in the wrong place and finding some you know like it's something you don't you know, expect is a good, good you know and too. I feel the same thing about like that's kind of how I came into you know finding where to see certain bands play and like, right. you know you like dig the corners of record stores and bolton boards for like what's that and, yeah you know like i think you know it's like kind of a really formative experience with me for music was there's this place in fort pierce which is a town just south of us that in the middle of nowhere in these orange groves there's this like old one-room schoolhouse that they called it was called the old schoolhouse that the city of Fort Pierce rented out like for a you could rent it out for anything birthday parties whatever and so like people started renting them out for shows and the first time I had ever heard about a show being there I just saw it at the like the, the crappy mall record store in Bureau <laughs> and we go to it and it ended up being kind of more like a almost like white power oh, wow. kind of thing right right like, right there's right. like this undertone of like dudes with like <laughs> yeah 
sketchy tattoos, you know, on their neck. That at that time, like neck tattoos. Are were those like, lightning bolts? Like, no, that's 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 a that's a war eagle, you know, whatever that that like German yeah, like yeah, you yeah. know like thing is. Um, and like SS, like yeah, you know, like bolts. little lightning bolts. Like, it's like mm, this seems wrong. Yeah. I like the the volume and the intensity of the music, but there's, there's something, something about this vibe here. in here. Yeah. And that's the first time I remember there being shows, <laughs> me going to a show there. And then shortly afterwards, like, like the punk rock kids started doing shows there, and like Hot Water played there once, I oh, think. Wow. Um, you know, me and my friend Bill, who played in Discount, yeah, yeah. Um, we did a Kerosene 454 and Blue Tip show there. Fifteen played there. Oh wow. Weston played there. Um, the band that before Strike Anywhere that that Thomas was in Inquisition played there a couple times. That yeah. band was great. Um, Love that. You know, so like there'd be all these kids from both towns, Vero and Fort Pierce, who yeah. just happened to have the contact for that band, and they'd throw shows all the time. That's awesome. Um, and it was like in the middle of nowhere, so it was like kids could get away with anything. anything yeah. Really, and it eventually came to where there had to be a cop there, but it was mostly you know alcohol free. It was yeah. like kind of fueled by youth kind of thing rather than like we're all getting shit faced Faced, right right everybody's there to hear which is one of the things that really kind of like turned me off sometimes when I came up here first because everything I had experienced like was like let's go you know like we're not we're like this youthful yeah kind of hardcore like energy where I mean there was straight edge there but none of us none of my friends like claimed that shit yeah 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 um that you know where you came here and it was like dudes like you know like passed out everywhere it's just like what the fuck yeah. it just was this weird like I hate using it's, it's weird, a dichotomy like, it, it was just it's a strange like yeah. you know and every, you know a lot of people down there were like you know junior and senior in high school yeah. some people going to community college in the area which is what I was kind of right um, that it was just like a different it was like a major change to be like whoa this is so what made you what made you decide to move to Gainesville then well like I mean was... I, I mean, I had you know graduate high school I did my two years at, yeah. at the junior college down there I still didn't know what I wanted to do a couple of my friends were talking about coming up here um, so I came up with them one time to get I mean I don't think we went to a football game we did something we, yeah. something was going on up here we, were, we went to and I needed to go somewhere, kind of, and I wanted to get out of that. Like, Vera was just not a town that had anything kicking, much for really you. going on, yeah. so much. Um, I didn't want to really go back to work for my dad, but that's what I ended up doing when I graduated oh, from okay. college. I went back and worked for my oh, dad okay. for a couple of years, and th- and that also gave me the flexibility to go on tour a lot too. Right. Um, But yeah, I mean, Gainesville was where I went to school, and then, you know, as I, you know, I became accustomed to the, to the alcohol level going on all around me. Right. I, you know, go to shows all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, at first, I definitely, like, kind of, like, gravitated more towards the stuff that happened in the covered dish, mostly because it happened at a reasonable hour. Yeah, right. You know, the hardback was just like super late. All yeah, you know, the there's lots of times I mean paid to get in to see bands that like I really should have seen, but like you know, 
230 rolls around and the first band's playing. <laughs> yeah, you're like, right. I can't do this. Yes. <laughs> you know, I didn't, like, I didn't... Yeah, right. <laughs> I knew that if I just showed up to class, I wouldn't have to study as much. So yeah. getting to class was important to me. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, like, I just... And, you know, I'd had early classes and I was like, I can't... You can't do this. I can't shit. do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the time, you know... I mean, I'm 6'3". I was, a, you know... At least 60 pounds lighter than... Yeah. And... kind of jockey look like physically like yeah you know, yeah, yeah. I, I, definitely definitely you know kind of like could, me now. could dunk a basketball standing in place you know <laughs> yes, like you know i was a, a physically able that dude that um <laughs> walking in the hardback the first few times it's like who the fuck is this piece of shit <laughs> I, who's I this could clean feel cut? like everybody's like who's this clean cut asshole <laughs> but no one's gonna ask yeah, I mean, no like, I, mean, I still went six, to shows there and saw no lots of great bands. But it's a six foot three dude yeah, that walks into yeah. the hardback. Never. Yeah, I don't think that's ever been yeah, like, yo, but bro. But it, but it was just, but it was just this like weird, like, yeah, like you're different. Uh, you know. See, that's the that's the funniest thing about like how kids talk about punk rock and stuff like that. Was you know like, like even they're even just as bad as being like you're different. Yeah, you know, like it's all, it's all like everyone divides in tribes <laughs> yeah, and doesn't want to interact. Yeah, yeah, and um, <laughs> I mean, that's one of the things where I think I really I'm really happy that I didn't cover up my arms with shitty band tattoos. No, definitely. <laughs> that I wanted to They're in certain choice. parts. Where like because I'm not like going around advertising like yeah what I'm into what my what my political stance is and anything like you know like people's got to take me at face value and deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Rather than. Oh, there's this guy. Well, you know what? I gotta say, Jason, that's something I, I I've gotta say. I found very respectful about you over the years, is that you're you're uh, you're a straight shooter. You don't pull no bullshit. You do have a great sense of humor. You're funny as shit. I mean, <laughs> I, I've got, I mean, it's it's like you said at work. It was hard to catch you in that that situation, but there were times where. You know, we'd be sitting there talking and well, cleanup time was time to you know yeah, be yeah. funny and there, I mean, you steam. definitely like, you, you know, definitely where you talk about like, did you see that guy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you definitely have given me a lot to laugh about over the years and and uh, and uh, over the just like I know this is probably like a normal question that probably everyone gets when they're out of the time that you were working there and and running that place. Like, what out of the top five shows that you were were there like what was like one of your top five shows that you saw while while working at um, i mean i think the thing that you know like the the idea that kind of got hammered on my head as we kept doing stuff there yeah is that like you know the the bands that i really loved should have been playing at places like a hundred capacity places smaller you know smaller places so we yeah. didn't get to do like you know you know a lot of stuff that I really liked and wanted to see. Right. Um, Anything that but, surprised but, you? But like years? you know like it that like good at what you what they do part yeah. of where like you you have full respect for bands that were like it's not really my cup of tea but you know that was awesome like yeah. uh, Talib Kweli played there once and like he could have made the whole crowd jump off a cliff. Okay. He had like everyone in the palm of their hands, right, kind right, of thing. Right, right, or right, right. you know, that's cool. Like, um, and there, you know, there's a bluegrass band called, um, you know, Old Crow Medicine Show that mm-hmm. they played there, and 
you know, we went into that show thinking, oh, it's a bluegrass band. It'll be really mild and, like, an older crowd be totally fine. It was, like, the rowdiest, like, hippie bluegrass fans that, like, <laughs> it's a pretty quiet band. And, like, you couldn't hear the band over people singing the words. Holy shit. And, like, it was the, like, <laughs> it was, like, a crazy, like, tent revival. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, you know, like a... Just a crazy experience to be part of and like like we made this we enabled yeah. this to happen I think that um, <laughs> you know I I think that venues get too much credit sometimes for what happens in them that like oh yeah we made that band no you didn't right like yeah. that like I think the the bands are responsible I mean it's there needs to be spaces for people to be able to do things yeah. but I think the magic that happens in those four walls nine times out of ten is the band yeah so I agree you know 100%. you kind of have to and I've wanted that to be our thing where like you know we book the show we promote it show yeah. happens we're out of the way it's the band's deal yeah yeah um, but those are two that like completely like or like I went into them not you yeah, know yeah. I you know like I knew that that old code band was good I knew that I'd listened to that Black Star record so Tell was you know um, I knew it was good but just that like His charisma to, and yeah. uh you know, mastery of the crowd and the stage was, um, you know, really impressive. That I wouldn't have, that's not a show that I would have paid to go see. Right. But that having seen it, you know, it, you know, it's, it's enriching. Yeah, you know? no, that's um, cool. No, that's a good story because it's like, because I mean, like over the years that I worked there, I mean, there were so many times where I, you know, like you got, you'd sit me there next to the stage and I was lucky enough to actually get to watch a lot of the bands yeah. like stuff that I didn't at any point in time seem like I would have given two doo-doos about yeah. anyway you know like that yeah. same idea well, I'm here a, working yeah. I'm I mean, kind of thing too where you, you find you realize that you know sometimes people like identify themselves very strictly with this is what I listen to this yeah. is what I like this is what I am yeah. and then as you you know bump up against other things like wow that's kind of cool yeah. like it's the same with you know like the longest time I didn't understand Indian food at all and then right. I got it eventually because the right person bumped bumped into me and I think that that's one of the things that you know to make this about broader things like Definitely. if some backwards assholes actually met someone who was gay yeah you wouldn't fucking hate them so much <laughs> right right you know right. you would understand that they care for their partner like, as much as you, you care, care for, for yours, yours. Yeah, yeah, or definitely. Yeah, you yeah. know that yeah. you know 98% of Muslims on the fucking planet <laughs> yeah just want to live their lives yeah and do not want care other assholes about what you believe yeah. about anything exactly it's very and, true yep, you know yep. like it's yeah you no, know definitely. like if if you just go out there or like let yourself experience things and at least get to the point where you can understand what's going you know going like on. or not understand it just know that it's there i mean yeah. I, understanding is a weird like it's can't a really always understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, definitely. you know, know that it exists and realize that this is no threat to me. Yeah. This otherness yeah, yeah. makes this place more interesting, interesting. to me. No, you know? definitely. That means... I, you know, whether it's other cultures, their foods, their music, yeah. their, you know, their religion, whatever. It's like, it's all... It, no one's right. Yeah, yeah. You know, you didn't get to choose moments Where... before you were born, who you were born to, yeah. what color your skin was how rich your parents were That's you right. didn't do it so why the fuck are you holding it against anyone <laughs> anyway you right. lucked out and you weren't born in Syria in the middle of a fucking civil war yeah, yeah I'll knock wood on that one yeah. for sure 
That's 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 a good point, man. And uh, that got political for, got no, re- for no reason. My but, wife know. will be amazed that I did not start that. Yeah, but it's just like you know, it's like yeah. No, let, I got let, you 100. percent Things happen to you. Yeah. What is it? In the 15 years that you've been in this town, or close to it, um, what are some of the um, positive things that you've noticed about it? That it, how it's changed. I mean, I think. I mean, th- I think one of the things that has always been really great about Gainesville is that the relative inexpensiveness to live here mm-hmm. kind of frees people up to do interesting ideas and enjoy their lives a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like I think, like we're at, we're at Public in general right now. Like this is just a couple guys who, like you know, were tired of working for other people in restaurants and had and done they, it, and enough. they did their own thing and yeah. they came up with a new idea, and it's different. Like. Satchel like started off with nothing and created this like you know kind of mecca over, mecca over there that yeah. you know the guys created a crazy life for himself and really takes care of the people who work and for him created a good life yeah. for the people that yeah. work oh, yeah sure. so like it's you know because there's not if you're smart about it and you do things in the right way you can pull off an idea that someone might think is like that's just not going to work here because you don't have as much at stake right sometimes i i, I get what I mean, you I mean i think like if you're trying to lease like prime real estate in the middle of downtown sometimes you, of... you, you you can kind of backfire on you even if you have a really good idea because you didn't have enough money saved yeah but that's that's everywhere um i think that's the thing that i've re- i really like about Gainesville okay. is that you know like you can pull off pull off some things here that you might not be able to pull yeah. off in other places um what do you think about the hardback re- reopening have you had a chance I, to go I mean, by there and check I, it I out haven't checked all? it out yet I've, I mean I don't I'm skeptical of attempts to recreate things okay um I, I mean it's awesome if it's gonna be awesome like what yeah. I, I mean like it's cool um I kinda got in trouble on Facebook cause I met, I said on one of Waylon Thornton's posts about yeah. it that it's that I thought it was corny okay um, Did you, which corny oh, people were like dude what do you cor- mean corny, corny corny is not the worst thing in the world like there's no, lots it's of corny not. things I really enjoy but um, I see what you mean though. but it's just like I don't know I just I, I'm I'm always I don't think you can cre- recreate things yeah you know do like, you think maybe and I in, think that there's do you I think maybe in the idea this is because I've been kind of I've, I've really been thinking about this a lot myself and I kind of I don't know if this makes any sense but I think like the hardback to me was more of a uh, an idea that could be carried on. You know what I mean? Even if the actual the building itself closed and the you know and the structure's gone, yeah. it's totally something different. It, if that's how Alan views it, yeah, more and, power to and him. And I that's when totally I interviewed cool. him the other night, we were kind of talking about yeah. that, kind of like the art artist artistry part of it. I think, yeah. and he was talking about that, how saying. I think that's one of the things because that was one of the main questions that I wanted to know. Like, what do you? What's the recreation that we're doing here? And it was like almost the same thing. Like he said, there it was like it's for artists to come here. We're open all the time for bands to play. You know, like it's the same type of thing it was then. I guess yeah. people to have a place to speak and do things and always have that opportunity. Because I don't know. I mean, I don't go out enough to really say how many of these yeah. venues afford the opportunity for bands to play so many nights a week without there being a DJ night or a dance night yeah. or like all these other weird 
or you know karaoke night or something yeah. intervening with bands playing yeah i mean it's so like yeah i mean but i get where you're coming I, from i for wish sure. i wish it nothing but success no totally but the the first reaction was like what yeah I mean, I think everybody's first reaction was that because you never would have expected it, I think. Yeah. I mean, and, and we'll, you know, time, time will tell. Yeah. You know. No, definitely. Um, I mean, I actually went to the first night. Everything was pretty fun. You know, like, had a good time. You know, saw Dan Arkey. <laughs> yeah, I heard he was at the first one. Yeah. You know, he seems pretty mellow and doing his thing and saw a bunch of I don't know other... if, I, if, if I want to... <laughs> spoil my view of Danarchy and think of him as being mellow. <laughs> not, not. He was outrageously insane. <laughs> no. I don't know. No, I mean, it was good. That... No. no, I get your point, though. And, uh... <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, in spite of all of my, like, interactions with Danarchy, I always think of him as the cover of that Pung 7-inch where he's just like... Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> I think John... John said something about that when we were talking about it. I've all, you know, I do these, like, you know, <laughs> wood cutouts of things every now and then, and yeah. that's one of the things I've always wanted to do. That would just be a awesome. Big That'd be great. Anarchy. So, I mean, like, I'm not going to take up any more of your time because, like I said, the, with this show, it's going to be, this is going to be the only time I'm ever going to want to talk to you. You know, this is something where we'll come back to you, you know, maybe co- six months from now. Sure. I mean, see where you're at, you know, see how things are going. Uh, uh, is there anything. Uh, if you want to, please put out any information on what you got going on right now with your with the new business. Uh, any email, if you want to leave an email or anything or any stuff like that for the um, business. I mean, I guess you know, I'm, my girlfriend has this shop called Eight LP Design that I work at. That um, I'm mostly refinished furniture. Okay. And uh, it's kind of been you know the last. It's closing up on two years now that we've been doing that. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's been the long, that's yeah. great, dude. I mean, um, that's, and it's, that's and like it's a, finally now kind of like getting its feet I mean, up you underneath. You guys made it past yeah, that yeah, crappy yeah. point. That's it's great. getting its feet up underneath it now, and like we've had a pretty good holiday season so far, and yeah. you know, looking forward to you know branching out even more and doing other stuff. Is so. there any? Is there anything you want to tell any of the listeners? Any specials you got going on there for Christmas? You got for the kids? <laughs> any 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 toys? I, any I mean, I would just encourage stuff? people to come in. I think yeah, that it's go check it out. it's one of the things that you know. I think that the stuff we do is not like groundbreaking or yeah. amazing or anything. But I think we well, some of the stuff we, we put a lot of you know not not we put a lot of ourselves everywhere. in everything we do there, and yeah. I think it's uh, um, we're trying to do something a little different that's kind of a combination of lots of kind of places we've seen throughout travels and things that you know kind of mixing just like a you know a local store that focuses on the things it really likes yeah and uh and you're also you guys also support like you guys sell stuff from like other local people in there uh, right now we've only got we've got some soaps like this woman named denise we sell some of her soaps and then um mary and her knit at the bar stuff we have some of her for uh, some of her co- koozies uh, and some other stuff. It's something we definitely want to have more of. That's cool. So you it guys just, are looking for people that can make that type of craft. Yeah, we're, we're looking for, for local... people who can create, like, repeatable things. Right. You know, where it's like it's not... Um, I mean, it, for the most part, it's gifts yeah. stuff. So, it like, quality, locally made stuff that, you know, yeah. is... 
you know consistent quality is what we're what we're looking for and okay. we're just kind of as we we find success with one thing we want to get another one and then we'll get another one and then we'll get another yeah. one and not we're not looking to like you know do anything we want, like little small little growth where like this makes sense you know yeah. we can you know this person if we sell to these can provide us with five more that look that are the same yeah degree of quality and you know go from there awesome um do you guys have a, a email address or well anything? the website is 8lpdesign.com okay, we're awesome. on facebook and instagram Everything. and all that stuff um yeah, Any, we, anything else music like you said you're playing in a band now you guys got any shows coming up uh, we don't have anything with the holidays and stuff you so know, probably just be looking out for we'll, you after we'll, the holidays we'll probably pop up again a little bit after that you know there's you know working on tightening up some songs and hopefully recording soon oh but, really you know, we'll, how many songs do you guys have already I think we have 9 or 10 so that's a good album yeah we're, we're getting there how long are your songs about two minutes two minutes <laughs> yeah That's... and I think we're you know we're all past the age of being ambitious about being in a band and like right. taking over the world or anything yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, playing and I think fun. playing having fun like ha- like record and having stuff you know I think to out, me that's out a, there in yeah. the world for people to listen to and you know make up their own mind about it yeah um, you yeah, know but every you know everyone's got kids and businesses and stuff like that so it's just you know it's hard to get everybody together and be like yeah let's in in four weeks we're going to do this together yeah on that's not on our tuesday night practice right 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 right. it's kind of difficult it's the uh (laughs) you know you you grow up and you get a life yeah you know yep and then you just got to make all the fun stuff kind of good around there yeah. somehow and inter- inter- and it makes w- when you can those stars can align and everything works out where it happens yeah. it makes it like that's cool let's, yeah. let's do it well damn man I really appreciate you coming out and talking to me mm. I've really been looking forward to it I actually learned some stuff about you today which was kind of fun okay. uh, like I said I again appreciate all the times that uh, that you let me work for you and I, I appreciate that you looked at me as a person that you could count on um, which kind of helps a lot uh, <laughs> you know uh, I also you know gotta say man I appreciate you very much as a person I would do anything for you I'd give you the shirt off my back I I would consider Likewise. you one of my brothers yeah. uh, you've always been a, a, a good friend even if you didn't have to be uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, you know more power to you and this 8LP, man. Uh, I, I, I see. It seems like what I've looked at, things are, things will be good. Yeah. You know? I mean, we, the direction, it's going in the right direction. Yeah. You know. So you know. And and it's local, so that's cool. Yeah. But again, thank you for coming out and talking. And again, we'll probably yeah. we'll do I, this again. I, uh, I had fun. Like last week, I went through and listened to a bunch of them. So it's it's. Uh, I hope you've been enjoying it. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I've been hopefully been sounding like I'm getting a little bit more comfortable with it and not. Well, as I think it's a you know you gotta like do a billion start the <laughs> st- ha- hopefully interviewing people who you just get them started on something and they just go go on go it. on so, it yeah so you um, it it you like in the way that I said about the the venue stuff that you you know you you set the stage for it and, and then someone it, else yeah. takes takes control yeah definitely. and I mean that's the thing like that's one of the things I've learned like I kind of like being able to pull back and let you do I think that's the most talking 
you've done in a conversation that me and me and you have been in where like you've actually I've actually got to hear more from you than I've put out but well I mean I, I don't you know like I if someone asks me questions, I yeah. will respond to those questions. I yeah. don't really get on a soapbox and just be like, hey, you guys, guys didn't ask. Yeah. But what do I? while we're all here. <laughs> yeah. um, I should take that. I should try that sometime. But, uh, man, again, awesome to see you. Thanks for coming out. Um, again, we are here at the P&G, the public in general. I'd like what, to thank... What song are you going to play on the intro? for this thing uh i'm not sure yet i haven't <laughs> i haven't decided i was gonna ask you i was actually gonna play the song at the end a song at the end yeah play a song at the end and i was kind of wondering what maybe you would like me to play if there's anything in, anything particular you'd like to damn i asked that question then i didn't have a good answer um because i'm just gonna walk out of here get in my car with this thing recording and kind of go with it so you can give me a favorite '80s song. I could. I could '80s? You have that's that's your jam. You have all my, the '80s that's my jams. Jammy, jammy, jam. I don't know. <laughs> How about a good '90s band? Back of Love by uh, Echo and the Bunnymen. Ooh, Echo and the Bunnymen. That's good. Hold on, let me see. Do I need to find it on my phone yeah, first? I, I, know, I can get. I got it on. Uh, I got the Slack. It's on uh, songs to. Um, And the song is called? Back of Love. Back of Love. Yep, I have it on here. So you don't like go home and like splice it in like professionally? You just play it out loud? I, I play it, well, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I totally, well, because the, th- the funny thing is with this, is this, this, hence me moving up with technology this one doesn't have a full-on like uh... I'm on the chopping block chopping up my stomping thoughts sell out and selfish somewhere the cheapest things I ever bought I'm getting shit. I need to go. Huh? I'm getting shit. I need to go. You gotta go too. <laughs> I've gotta go. I'll play it. I'll put it on there. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks a lot, Jason. Yeah. Man, you have a great night, man. Good good I'll be you. in touch with you. Keep busy. Yeah. I'll come down and check out the store. Hey, actually, hold on. Let me take a quick picture. Thank you so much. All right, folks, that was it. That was my interview with Jason Rockhill. And another wonderful interview. I enjoyed it so much. Such a great guy. Uh, such a good friend. Uh, you guys check out the 8LP. I'm closing up shop here. I'm going to head back to the house. I'm going to walk, walk my way out. We get into the car. I'll walk through, say goodbye to everybody.
behind me for a second. Just hold on. I had to turn this down. Just doing nothing in the thing. It's okay. Can you hear me? I'm still here, guys. I'm uh, using the restroom while I'm still recording. I don't know if that's weird. I'm trying not to make it too noisy. So, uh, yeah, we're in the bathroom at the P&G. It's a nice, nice bathroom. There's a picture of uh, Noah's Ark and uh, a bunch of animals getting on a boat. There's a small kitty cat next to a mountain lion. Well, I don't think he was there. But any hoots, folks. That's the end of that one. Again, you all have a great day. I'm gonna get in the car. I'm gonna set up the Echo and the Bunny Men for the ride home. John? There he is. Good Come to on. see you, sir. You too. I just got done doing an interview with Raquel, Jason oh, cool. Raquel, so I'm actually still recording right now. Yeah. You're famous. Yeah, thank you. There you go. We're getting, yeah, you were already famous before this. But. So let me let me know when you guys want to sit down. Yeah, okay, cool. All right? Thanks, yeah, man, it's good seeing you guys. You yeah, have a great night, all right? Appreciate you. Yes, sir. That was, that was Mr. Atawater. Mr. Sean Atawater. Another great friend, one of the owners of the PNG. Heading back to the house so the wife can uh, we can put together the Christmas tree. Starting the car here. Let's see. I'll play a song for you. This will be for the ride home. This is uh, Rock Hill's, I guess Rock Hill's, one of his favorite songs from the 80s. Since I asked for it, since I'm an 80s hound, most definitely. I think everyone knows that I'm kind of over 80s. talking to myself guys oh I forgot oh I totally d did not keep what it was echo and the bunnyman I'm gonna play an echo and the bunnyman song and uh, we'll call it that maybe we'll just you know I'll set it up this is a long closeout tonight guys because you know like I don't have any advertisers. Uh, I could use some advertisers if anybody wants to advertise. I'd greatly appreciate it. Um, I could put some info out there about you and your business, support you, and uh, so yeah, you know, we'll figure it out. Maybe, uh, maybe we can. Somehow I'm in here totally making so much noise. It's like so professional. 
Can you hear me? It's very professional, isn't it, guys? Over, overly professional. But let's see what we got here. We got Echo and the Bunnymen. Uh, let's see what they play here. Trying to see which one it is, and I don't know. Jason, I totally, you have to excuse me. I don't know which one that you said again. So I'm just gonna play an Echo in the Bunnyman song. Hopefully you like that song too.
Again, I'm sorry that wasn't the one that Jason said. Uh, but it is Echo and the Bunnymen, Bomber Boy, from 1987. Uh, another great 80s band. Um, again, appreciate you all very much. You all have a great week. Happy holidays. I might throw something up on Christmas. Maybe something a couple days later, I don't know. But uh, I appreciate you all for listening. If you need to get a hold of me, uh, check me out at a powwow at pops.com. That's my uh, official website. I've got archives. Please email me there. And also email me at jcogar at gmail.com. You can see me on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Tumblr. Uh, maybe I'll start doing some pen, uh, Periscope stuff more once the numbers get a little bit higher. But again, thank you all very much for listening. I appreciate you all, and again, happy holidays. Peace.